0: Hey, what's happening? You're tuned to That Upper Left Life. I'm Randy. I live here in Spokane, Washington. And every other Monday, I have conversations with my friends about music, movies, food, and of course, the sights in and around the Pacific Northwest. You know, the 315. Today on that Upper Left Life, we're going to take a walk on the wild side. All right, this is Randy Budano. Aaron Clary. I'm Ryan Kip. And we're talking about Walk in the Wild. And that is Spokane Zoo that was here in Spokane Valley around Maribu Park area. I mean, Things like uh the waterfall was incorporated in that, and I didn't even know right who has a brief history you got the brief history on it
1: oh there's a lot to know about it um you know it it's kind of where where uh Ymca is center place that area so it's that area in the Mirabu Parkway was a newer build back in about two thousand I think yeah
0: yeah because I know I built. When I worked at Taylor engineering, I did uh the Pines entrance to Maribu. oh okay, so that was when I did, it. and I also did the a uh, pump station that's there at the where it starts to bend and come south that's i actually we designed that, and I actually was part of the inspection team for that particular run
2: and my grandparents took me to this zoo when I was younger.
0: that's crazy, yeah I mean.
1: How do You were how young? Were you like younger than 10? Yeah, or you I, was, like, uh, I was
2: younger than 10. So it's foggy, but it was my grandparents. That's
0: great. So do you remember any of the animals or what was the deal on that one?
2: As a little kid, I just thought, wow, look at all the animals. That's
0: crazy. But it's crazy that Spokane did have something like this. I mean, obviously, it didn't have enough to sustain it. That's why it's not here anymore. Right. Um Originally, there was another... um there was another, like, zoo, and we were talking about this. It was Manitou mm-hmm. that had it in 1930s, right?
1: Yeah, it was from, like, 1907 to 1932. Yeah, there yeah. was a zoo at
2: Manitou. I did not know that. Yeah. That is really cool. That's
0: interesting. And then, then another one we were talking about, it was another park um, by Spokane River. Natatorium Park. The Natatorium Park. And they had some animals as well. They and did. also, right now... Currently there is cattails. Out north. Out north. And also the other thing I think there is one, um, it's the blue zoo, which is an aquarium slash whatever oh. at the at the mall. Northtown mall. Northtown Mall. Have you guys it's, been to that? I haven't. I uh,
1: have not. No, I think laurenello have been though.
0: Oh. And it's nice. It's a little petting zoo. You got a tortoise running around, um, open like free range. <laughs> like, <laughs> would you call it free range tortoise? <laughs> 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 so oh, that's man. it. So, so the story with this—it started in 1965, right? Uh, no, I thought it was
1: 72. They got the land. Oh yeah, and then
0: it opened in 74. Okay. So from what I got, it was like 65. That was like the Inland Empire Zoological <laughs> Society. Sweet Lord, my mouth. Uh, it was like a non-profit. Uh, Corporation, And they were trying to establish like a zoo here in the Inland Empire. And then obviously in 72, like you said, uh, the Inland Empire Paper Company owned by the Cowles family. And uh, the society like uh, had like 240 acres of rugged, beautiful, unique landscape. That wow. was the build for the
2: zoo. Okay. So it was
0: privately owned land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Which is now Maribu Park right right so it's kind of an interesting deal how they had all these animals in there and to sustain it i mean that's crazy i mean i thought it would have been a great idea to if they if the zoo was still maintained and and still going because especially now with everybody with with like all the everybody moving in i think it would have gotten more of a travel we can talk about that like i have i've i was thinking why
2: would this zoo how good would this zoo perform nowadays yeah. would they, would would they get the visitors would they have the income but i think we can talk about that but i wanted to hear a little more about what this what you what you and ryan researched of the history and what kind of animals are there give give me a breakdown
1: well Certain with the people. I mean, it was a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, it opened in 1974, and they really well, about 15,000 people was all that showed up. And huh.
0: That's and, yearly? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So just not that many people a year. Jeez. And then it really only peaked at 100,000 people a year in the 1990s, early 1990s. So there really was not a, you know, even though it sounds cool, people didn't show up, though. Yeah. You know, most of your bigger zoos will push that through in a week or maybe maybe a it, month. Yeah. But you know, it's hard to sustain a zoo with a hundred thousand and you know, people coming through. Yeah. are just not much, not
0: enough foot traffic. Because they were getting they were getting a lot of their stuff via nonprofit donations, and you know, I mean, it's I don't think they got any kickback from the county at all at the time. No, they said it failed a couple.
1: They took it to the voters a couple of times, mm-hmm. and like, um, oh, and it
0: failed. And yeah. it failed.
1: It failed. Uh, looking through my notes, it failed in 1978, and it failed again in 1980. Yeah. So that was just right after it started. Then, of course, it failed in 1994 slash five when they made one last push to get it through, and it just wouldn't. People didn't want to pay, and people seem to approve every tax around here yeah. personally.
0: I am shocked. Well, the weird thing too was that. The area that they were at, which was like 81 acres around Maribu, was free. That was free land for them. They didn't uh, have to pay rent. Man. Interesting. So, so that was just kind of a crazy deal.
2: Did, did they not do a good job with their marketing? Or did they not have exciting
0: animals? I mean, they had like they had like snow leopards, like endangered species, like snow leopards in there. But it's just... I just don't think that uh, it, the the fundraisers were doing well, and then you know the exhibits that they were doing were well done or something like that. But.
1: You saw the video that I found the yes. commercial um, on YouTube, which was really <laughs> cool to find, but it it, was. it did not make me really want to go to the zoo. Really, <laughs> I'll leave it at that.
0: I mean, did it seem to you like it was like a cattails? Yeah. I mean, it's just That's like good these put animals it. in a little cage, and it's like it sucks because I mean, when you when you want to see a zoo, I mean, it's like San Diego, right? You go to San Diego been, Zoo, and yeah. it's like
2: a huge zoo. San Francisco yeah. Zoo, Columbia. where they
0: have the environment going on. Yeah, you can even go to uh, you can even go to. Oh my gosh, what is that? Where Shamu? SeaWorld. SeaWorld. You can go to SeaWorld, and they've got, like, nice exhibits. Yeah, I've been to Cincinnati Zoo,
1: Columbus Zoo. I mean, they're exactly what you said. They're just big zoos, environments. You just kind of feel like you're. it's more an interactive immersion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're watching them. You don't feel like you're staring at somebody in a cage.
0: And it's really hard, though, too, because of the winters that we do have here. And I think it was – was it colder winters back in, back in those days, too? No. Uh, I I didn't grow up here. What do you think, Aaron? uh, It
2: it varies. Some some were. Typical. Some were warm, some
0: were cold. But in this particular case, I mean, these are like animals that are typically in the warm. (laughs) And so to keep them warm and then to feed them and then because, you know, nobody's going to go see a zoo in the winter. And so you've just lost income in that in those winter months i've been
1: to like columbus zoo was a see that in the winter and it's pop, people don't want to show up as much yeah i mean it's, it's a cold. great zoo but no one's gonna stare at an animal in 40 degree weather good point so going a little bit further with some of the animals they did have quite a variety of animals there um, looking at some of the ones they had they had elk they had you see they had the snow leopards they had eagles Coyote, cougars, silver fox, arctic foxes, some zebras.
2: Did you guys ever look at what animals they were known for? Is there like some special species that Walk in the Wild Zoo was known for having? Uh, I
0: don't think so. I mean, it's like it's it's literally a hodgepodge of animals. That yeah. Are, okay. And and like that's and that's all planning, right? I mean, it should have been planned a certain way, I think, but.
1: 80 acres is still small for a zoo, it's though. Tiny, yeah. That's part of your problem. I mean, you, space. If you're, if you're going to a zoo, you want it to be part of at least a half day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can walk through an exhibit like this like you can cattails in a few hours, maybe. So it's hard to justify the cost to get in. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And what was the cost getting in at that time? I don't know. I never saw it. Did you? I did not see anything for cost. I mean, you were paying, like, there was like a... Yeah, doesn't really say any. It was, oh, it was free of charge at first, with a suggested admission donation. Purchasing a dollar, uh, a dollar of like vanishing species medallion. But it was kind of an interesting one for it. It's like so. It's free. Free
1: when they opened.
0: Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. You
1: still didn't attract many people. That says a lot, unfortunately,
0: that is about sad. us Spokane but people. Then, <laughs> but then everything is all donations, right? So if you walk in, somebody will drop a ten or a twenty. Or, you know what I mean, or some people would just go in for free, and it typically averages out. But, man, that's like nobody. It's sad. Hmm.
1: Interesting. And so, you know. Well, I mean, it goes back to the earlier zoo of Manitou. It was small, and they couldn't get enough support. Mm -hmm. Then they closed during the Great Depression because they just couldn't support it anymore. That's just a tough area. Of course, Spokane's grown a ton since a lot, yeah. You know, 1930, then since 1970s and 1990s. And I, I
2: still feel like the big zoos have more than a million people, living around them. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. So a lot of failed. So basically, what it was was the zoo was here in Spokane. It was here in, like, 70s, 1974 to 1995 was the last Interesting,
2: 1974, the year of Expo. Expo, yeah. Okay. They probably were piggybacking on a lot of people came to Spokane for Expo, so maybe.
0: And so, I mean, so where was, so we, we, we established when, we established where, um, why it's just i guess for awareness typically when a lot of these things happen it's for an awareness for these for these animals and and for conservation but the other thing too was why, i mean obviously why did it fail and that was because of dwindling dwindling attendance uh, the cost of upkeep was high Nobody, and, and nobody like giving any kind of donation like or or help with the county, and at one point, I think when they were struggling to close everything off, they were even thinking about trying to raise money enough so that they could move all the animals to what's that uh what's the uh, amusement park there in Idaho Silverwood silverwood. silverwood.
2: Wow. I remember which them. would
0: have been great if it was at Silverwood.
1: Oh yeah. But of course, there's even less, less people live around Silverwood, though. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, but
0: you see how many people show up at Silverwood in the summer. Yeah. But but you can you can do an upcharge, and they've done an upcharge when they put new things in there, like the water slide and and everything like that. I mean, it could be part of the attendance. I,
1: I've seen um, Busch Gardens does that very successfully, yeah. but that's in Virginia or Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can get people year-round there. Yeah. I mean, or the Idaho, it's cold in the winter.
0: <laughs> it does get cold. Okay, it, so the waterfall feature was there. The waterfall feature at, Ma- at Maribu, now that you see, was part of that. That is We've cool. got a map, and I think it's part of the map in here where, can you see that? Yeah, I
1: can. It was nearer, it looks like, the tiger exhibit.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of an inter- It's really interesting to me that we even had a zoo here, several zoos, and several different places too, um, that had animals that you can actually see endangered animals that you can see. Obviously, cattails is still around, but you know they struggle. They struggle to have attendance, especially during the pandemic where nobody was going around. Plus the winter. I mean, that's a lot of private money coming into that.
2: It would have been nice. We took our boys to Cattails when they were little, but yeah. it would have been nice to have a bigger zoo, right? You know, in Spokane. But we would have only gone once or twice. Yeah, you got it. That's the same thing. And when we lived in Columbus it was I
1: mean, we'll go, we would go, but it's cuz that's a major like attraction.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they would also do lights for Christmas time and other things, yeah. but it was they, they marketed a lot. And then they had endowment, and they had Jack Hanna being their big ambassador. Yeah. So they could get the publicity. Oh, sure. But that's what it takes, especially
0: with It takes with a their- lot of—yeah, it takes a lot of advertisement. It takes a lot of uh, star power. And it takes a lot of, like, really um, innovative people to create a buzz just to even show up. I mean, if there's some a new attraction to go to, man— you know, one attraction a year or something like that a year to go see or an exhibit like the the, the Monterey Bay Aquarium will have like a huge exhibit that would be there for the, that particular year and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they showcase things like that, for, it would have been really cool to have. But like I said, poor planning, money, I mean, and it just couldn't contain it. So you ask yourself, will something like this happen again? And will it last? What do you think? I mean, these are, these are like questions now we're talking about. Like, what would you think about that? Obviously, it's, uh, it, it's really cool that our history had it here in Spokane. But, man,
2: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have – I just don't think a zoo in Spokane is yeah, going don't. to be successful.
0: Unless it's indoors, right, like an indoor zoo but that's kind too of too expensive. Yeah. I mean like the, the blue zoo, it's, it's a, it's a, it's barely an aquarium and I don't know how they're doing, but I know it's, this is a third location, right? For that particular thing. And they're using old malls that's losing space, which brings people back to a mall and you can actually you're inside temperatures controlled, you know, you, there's food. You can go get food. It doesn't have to be there. So it supports another business. But See, it's I've, still not a lot.
1: I don't think it's enough. Yeah. I mean. I agree. Because been to a lot of aquariums. I've not been to Monterey, but I've been to Tampa. I've been to. Are you kidding me? you got to go to Monterey. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of places I need to go. So well, <laughs> I'll add that to my list. But I've been to the big aquariums and, you know, they have a feel to them, you know, it feels natural it feels like you're these animals and you feel like you're viewing them in a kind of their environment you know it's not but it doesn't feel like it's a concrete jungle anymore which you used to be able to get yeah. away
0: with it's not just an animal in a cage right these are animals actually living like as close to how they would live in the wild
1: i love watching otters
0: you know they roll
1: around and play and jump and run through the water i mean that my That's favorite. so cool. I don't want to watch anyone just stare at me.
0: Yeah. It's kind of creepy and sad. <laughs> <laughs> creepy and sad. It's like they're watching TV. Look at this Joker.
2: So what's your guys' experience then with Marabou Park? Now that the zoo's gone, what has been your guys' experience in and around this area? Have From, you have you walked it? Have I've walked Marabou. Worked?
0: I've had events at Marabou. Um We've also had the Centennial Trail, which is by there now, mm-hmm. that we ride through there and use facilities if we need to. Um, our kids have had prom pictures at the waterfall. Nice. Uh, like we, we had parties, we had um, like birthday parties, um, just family reunions and church events held there at the park. The park is great. It's a great park. And now I, with Discovery Place. I think it's awesome. a
1: much better use now yeah, than think, it was. I think so. I think it's much more family friendly, much more accessible. They're continuing to make improvements into okay. it. They have a farmer's market there. They have a pavilion they put in a few years ago.
0: Yeah. Got rid of the rattlesnakes or most
1: of them. <laughs> okay, Aaron, can you shed some light on these rattlesnakes that used to be in this area? Yeah, there
2: were a lot uh, right on the when rocks. the city took over this area. In when we became when City Spokane Valley became a city in 2003, we had a code enforcement officer who was good at catching snakes, and I believe the city so the city used him, and then we had to hire someone to get rid of all the rattlesnakes living in this
0: in the pine tree forest. So it's a real because a lot of people would just walk through there too, yeah, so it's, it's kind of it was pretty. I mean, and, and the baby ones are the most dangerous. That's so right.
2: Kinda, so I think yeah. they were eradicated shortly after we became a
0: city, that I remember. I remember even when I showed up, and that was how many years after the city had happened. Yeah, I had becoming uh, its own city, that there were still a few that were out there that were they were still getting. Interesting.
1: I've never seen a rattlesnake. You know, when I run the trail, which I do, ride my bike on it, not as much as I used to. I've never seen a rattlesnake on that trail, and I'm good with that.
0: I had a rattlesnake in my backyard.
1: Wait, up on the South Hill. On the
0: South Hill. Because there was uh, those properties that were behind us, and somewhere on the hill, there's rocks, and and so there was nothing out there. And they, my neighbor has chickens, and a, a rattlesnake was attacking one of the chickens makes sense wow Yuck. so there's rattlesnakes in the area and, and and this area has rattlesnakes but it's interesting it's interesting to to note that during the zoo days there must have been a ton of rattlesnakes out there you know what i mean it's yeah, like i started I thinking about know. like what is that and so you know i i just love i i just love the fact that we we had something like this And it's sad that it didn't last. But at the same time, I'm kind of, you kind of feel for the animals. too. (laughs) It's like in the winter, you're just in a cage. You don't really have a big environment. I mean, a lot of these zoos, they do have the outdoor environment. But when, when the weather is not right, they have places to take them indoors. And you know what I mean? And facilitate them indoors and keep them warm. I, and I, like I said, we don't know what it looks like. We've never been here. We don't know if they were moving these animals in and out, but at the same time, it's like, geez, you know, there's a difference when we see a really good venue Mm -hmm. compared to, I mean, we saw the commercial, it's like, oh oh, (laughs) man,
1: it's not right. Uh, but right now, I, mean, I think they do a great use for it. Yeah. Um, Maribald Park of, is awesome. It's it part is, of the good. history of the region. You know, um, yeah. you know, I'm sure a lot of people had a really good time there and some good memories. Yeah. Um, so it didn't turn out probably how anybody hoped, but it's... Uh, but it's our history. It's our history. It is.
0: It's Spokane's history, but it's also, for us being Spokane Valley employees, it's, it's our city's history to have that here. And also, it's tied to, you know, the... the the paper company, the Inland Empire. And so that's really cool that there are people out there that were willing to do something different and to, you know, expose Spokane to these animals that we wouldn't have not seen unless you actually went to, uh, you know, someplace else to see them.
1: Well, that just made me think of something. You know, I think a lot of these places, zoos are in large cities. Yeah. You know, we are an outdoor community. We are. So... We, I think the There's some a, of these animals
2: are a little less cool,
1: yeah, because we're an outdoor group. Yeah, absolutely,
2: but you, know, you talk to everybody, they see elk yeah. and bald eagles. And yeah, we just we've
1: been blessed with a beautiful country that we get to live in, yeah. so yeah. we can see a lot of these and they're free,
2: yeah,
1: free as opposed to go and see them in a cage. Um, like you said, we have elk, deer, we have turkeys that walk
0: through the middle of Spokane Valley. Hey, not Spokane Valley, the South Hill Gang is. <laughs> Is are they a turkey tougher? gang. <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're tough tougher gang. up there, boy. They don't give a crap coming down Freya or, or going down Ray. They'll just block traffic all morning long. Um, we also have, like, eagles fly, like, Feltz Field. I'm walking Centennial Trail along the river with Dina, you know, and and there are nests on poles up there. I mean, we see bald eagles all the time.
2: Right. So, so most, yeah, most of these. Most
0: people, yeah. Yeah, most pe- most of the people that live here deer, elk, uh, moose, foxes, moose. I mean, they're in town. You don't need to see them in the cage. People Mm. go hunt those guys anyway. Llamas. They had llamas here. Well, we have llama farms. There's there's alpaca, llama farms out here. I think you can go to Cheney and see a couple of those. So it's, it's interesting to see that that's what I mean, where it was, uh, they really didn't pick and choose to highlight something or a set of animals that would have been awesome if they if they had planned it right or did better to it. But I'm not knocking them. No, I just I I'm really I'm really stoked that they they tried something different here in Spokane because yeah. it's you know for a town like us I and I call it a town. I I mean I've lived in big cities, so it's kind of like it's it's the biggest thing between Seattle and Minneapolis. Yes, I mean we are the biggest city, quote unquote. Right. Um, I don't think. I, I think we're, and I think we're going to start. I mean, we're starting to feel the, the squeeze. I mean, with with housing the way it is, with people moving in, uh, I mean, we're 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 feeling more of a of a growth now than ever before, and maybe maybe when we are not such an outdoor community, and we're locked, be, you know, in a concrete jungle, which is how many years from now, you know. Maybe a zoo would be good. But it, for now, my opinion, yeah, I just, don't think, I just don't think we can sustain a zoo.
2: I agree.
1: I'll, I'll join on that train. I, <laughs> I,
2: but do, know. if you guys are listening, go out and walk through this uh, Miraboo Park.
0: Miraboo Park is yeah. a great place to walk through. And then,
1: you know, just a lot of the information Randy and I were discussing we got from our parks website. Yeah. Uh, Patty Bischoff put a lot of that together. So props to her because there was a lot of good information and research that she had done that Randy and I were able to look at. So it's a really good place just to look at the maps if you want a little more information, Mm -hmm. um, see the animals that were there, um, a little more detailed history on it. Uh, Just.
0: Yeah. And
2: and go there in the summertime and look for turtles. They're all over that pond that's there. Yeah. That's cool. Turtles everywhere.
0: So if you're looking for. uh, patty's information it's called do you remember the zoo a natural wildlife zoo walk in the wild city's book valley website it should be on there in our parks department this is randy Badano.
1: aaron claret this, this is ryan Kibb.
0: you've been listening to the upper left life